And by the way, the all mind is the Holy Spirit. And so Christians worship the all because they don't want a corporeal God. But the, 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 the physicalized God that's our father is the one that's inviting us into the all mind. So they have this, oh, God is not a person. But really, they're worshiping the knowledge of all when they should be having a relationship with the, perso the, the person that's in control of the all, which is Heavenly Father. So having a God without body parts or passions is merely praying to the all without a way to access the all. This is why the Trinity and the Athanasian Creed hurt your spirituality because they keep you held back. And once you're plugged in, you can't be plugged out. You're always going to be getting that revelation. This is why um, fallen prophets are so dangerous. The, the frequency to actually accept the miracles. Because if you don't believe the miracles there, you're not going to get it. Doctrine and Covenants 93-24. Truth is knowledge of things as they are and as they were and as they are to come. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Ward Radio. I am your host, Cardinalis, and today I'm joined in the studio by Kwaku L and by Jonah Barnes. And today, Kwaku L is going to defend a very interesting thesis. You said that Joseph Smith, just like Kim Kardashian broke the internet, Joseph Smith broke the dimensions, and Kwaku, you, Kwaku, have solved the Joseph Smith translation problem. What does this mean, my friend? I <laughs> <laughs> so wanted to make sure we can get our YouTube sensor in and uh, uh, waking everybody up. Space laser. <laughs> so I uh, I was, as everyone knows, I like to dabble in some of the fun woo woo books. And I just made a video about this on my channel. Um, and uh, so you guys are free to go check out that video for a more in-depth explanation. But what's, I like the channel. It's what's just called Quaku. Quaku is the channel. Yeah, oh, just my cool. channel YouTube. Rock on. Um, I like I like to dive into A Course in Miracles and Michael Mir Dad and all the fun, you know, woo-woo stuff. Cool. So I've been reading the scriptures from this interesting new perspective. And I realize that the debate about seer stones in the Book of Mormon is completely missing. Well, well the foundation of the debate from both the members of the church and ex-members of the church is on the wrong ground. Hmm. Okay. So, for example, if you in your ordinary four-dimensional senses, nine-to-five life, try to make sense of the seer stones in the translation of the Book of Mormon, it can sound nonsensical. And you can back it up and you can say, well, the guys in the Old Testament had the had the plates with the rocks and, and they had the... But those guys could have been crazy too, right? Okay. It still sounds nonsensical. But at the same time, from the completely secular perspective in which there's no miracles or supernatural anything, it doesn't make sense how someone of his stature and education level could fake something as complex as the Book of Mormon. There's no way. Yeah. So both are... are, are, are kind of in this weird camp where these guys say, Kate, well, you can't come up with a better explanation. These guys say, well, you guys sound crazy. Okay. So take what we know about the world and take what we know about visible light 
and start to examine the translation process. I'm going to quote NASA, okay? I know they lie a lot, but this is one that's good. <laughs> okay. So they're just a bunch of uh, Nazi bootlickers until... Yeah, Werner von, <laughs> look, Werner von Braun and all those... Yeah, yeah, a bunch of Freemasons built a, 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 a jungle gym wrapped in tinfoil and made it to the moon and then called the president of the United States on a landline phone in 1969. Sure. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> going to throw that in there. <laughs> great. Okay, this is a quote, Massa. The visible light spectrum is the segment of the electromagnetic spectrum that the human eye can view. More simply, this range of wavelengths is called visible light. And typically, the human eye can detect wavelengths from 380 to 700 nanometers. And most physicists state we can only see 0.005% of the electromagnetic spectrum. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like these lights, for example, are 5,600 Kelvin. Anybody that's a cinematographer knows you go to about 3,200 Kelvin for yellow light that's incandescent, so on and so forth. However, as a pest control professional, I know that flies, for example, see outside of our spectrum of light, getting closer to like the X-rays and the gamma rays and everything. So the lights that we emit as fluorescent lights in like office buildings and restaurants are actually a slow, dull flicker to them. And the lights that are used in fly traps, for example, emit a spectrum of light that oftentimes we cannot see, but attracts them, mm. not subconsciously, but suborocularly. Oh, wow. Whatever the word is. I just made it up. You know, okay. I, and I was just going to say that if I squint really well, I can get to 701 nanometers. Yeah, that's true. So you're suggesting that kind of like dogs have whistles that humans can't hear, that maybe Joseph Smith had eyes that saw light that well, others couldn't see think about it this way what does urim and thumma mean jonah uh lights and revelations now shut up really is that what it means yeah hebrew yeah oh dang good job bro yeah. <laughs> how did the father and the son appear to joseph smith as a pillar of light okay and same to lehi now nobody else in palmyra seem to record a giant pillar of light coming down from the sky that day, which is probably something other people would have seen, right? The heavens opened and a giant pillar of light came down. Hmm. Everyone probably would have noticed, hey, look outside, Ma. You see that thing in the sky? There's a beam. Yeah. <laughs> but that Well, is- it did happen in Palmyra, not in Boston. Look outside, Ma! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, do you see that whole, like, the, the, who is it, the, the guy who did the, the, what do you think the accents sounded like back then? No. And he, he said they probably sounded like gangs in New York. So Joseph Smith was probably talking like this, which is really funny to think about. Really? He went to church. He talked like this. Saw a pillar of light. Bada bing, bada boom. Like, <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got revealed to by Maroney, the angel. And also, suddenly, the polygamy argument sounds less like <laughs> holy. Hey, hey. I had I had to take her. I had no I had no choice. I, I had you gotta no understand. Sense. You gotta do this. It's not my choice. The angel said you gotta do this. <laughs> it sounds a lot less believable <laughs> with the accent. So, anyway, <laughs> but you think okay, well, maybe the light that Joseph saw was a form of what was a part of the electromagnetic spectrum that was invisible to most humans. And the grand creator, God, is able to change your electromagnetic spectrum and your visible light frequency 
if he wants to for a period of time. And well, this is what every we call, single person that ever saw God says they had to be translated. They had to go through a physical change. Exactly. Yes. 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 And we kind of make think that's like, a, oh, your whole, you turn your whole body turns into like this amazing. Like, I think it's all just a little dimensional switch. Hmm. It's just a frequency change. And so this translation process, of the Book of Mormon is nothing more than being able to go from 0.005% to perhaps 0.0010%, right? Just a change in the electromagnetic spectrum. In which case, a being of light, Moroni, covered in light, the Father and the Son, always these beings of light that come to give you this revelatory information, translated through lights and revelations. Hmm. Oh, there's so much light. I got to block it out with the hat. It's like the whole thing is about light, but a light that Oliver Cowdery can't see, a light that nobody else can really see in the translational process. Okay. So it must be a hidden light. And and when you understand that, you realize we're mostly blind. Uh-huh. You can only see 0.005% of what's in, what's in this studio right now. Yeah, yeah, and we can only really focus on a very, very small area. That's why eye contact is so important when you're talking. Because if you actually look at the eye contact you make with somebody, you can't even see the tip of their nose. It's kind of weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> this makes me think of the brother of Jared. Remember, it said his faith was so strong that the Lord couldn't stop him seeing. And, he, and then he sees the finger of the Lord like... There wasn't anything there, and then all of a sudden, it's it is he can see it. It wasn't that it wasn't there before. It's just that. Now so it's translation, to just like when Jesus Christ went to not the Temple Mount, but he went to the Mount top of Transfiguration. The mountain. Huh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Mount yeah. of Transfiguration. So you're saying that Transfiguration is an interdimensional experience. Well, we talk about the spirit world, and we it's like, oh, the spirit world. Do you have to? Well, we say the spirit world's also here, but we say, oh, we actually die and we go to the spirit world. It's just a frequency change. Hmm. It's well, I can't. Why do kids see spirits and like little children can see spirits walking around? It's be, it's maybe because that day they were allowed to see six percent. Oh, point oh oh six percent. Okay, that's wow, that's yeah. a, it's not this hooba da hooba da booba da. Oh, look at and now you think, okay, so if you do the Ouija board, they're already in the room with you. <gasps> well, there are spirits all around us all the time. We share this world with, I mean, this. The, the, the kingdoms are in this world. The, the dimensions are all still in this planet. So we share, there could be another podcast going on right now in this room with other people in a different dimension. Dude, with Schrodinger's cat, anything's possible, baby. Hey, that means that you, audience, are getting two podcasts for one. Congratulations. Yes. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> Just going to have the urban thumb up to see what's happening in the other. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and we can kind of sense it with our spirit that there are other things around that we can't see. This is how it's like, oh, that guy's got a creepy vibe. He's got a creepy aura, dark energy. It's because we may not be able to see the spirit attached to him, but we can feel the spirit attached to him, right? Hmm. Because being made in the likeness and image of God, we still have those godlike qualities, that that uh, that perception and that holy sense. But the vision is something that has to be blinded because if we could see all things, we'd know all things. We'd know all things, there'd be no test. And it'd be, yeah. So take the, the Wait, vision- that. If we could see, if all, we could things, see all things, we, we know, know all things. things. If we know all things, there'd be no test. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. So, who'd you rip that off from? Be honest. I know it's literally just me. That was Cardi ah! B. <laughs> so, that was Cardi B's, Cardi B's latest album. Yeah, it come from Bongo by Cardi B. Biggest album. <laughs> Don't look it up. Um, so now you think, okay, if 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 perhaps the translation process was was Joseph Smith understood? Okay, I have this rock, and I, I've got to I've got to look at it to translate because that. It was speaking the folk magic language that he understood. 
and 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 as they bury the plates, they know, okay, the prophet's going to pick this up. He's coming from a tradition of European folk magic. It's going to be the catalyst that allows him to have enough faith for God to say, okay, if you see things right now, you won't freak out. There's a reason why people who are, who want to have mm. visions can have visions. It's because if you were just to be able to see, how freaked out would you be if God today said, all right, you're going to see actually 1% of what's around. It would freak you out. But if you're already in the mindset and in the, and in the frequencies of, okay, there is more, I can see more, when's it going to come? God's going to say, granted, all right, you want to see? You want to see some stuff? Boom. So second, you have to ask, okay, well, if, if the electromagnetic spectrum is real and Joseph Smith was really just seeing more in the electromagnetic spectrum than someone else can, what about the revelations that came without the Book of Mormon? Um, this is this on the same subject. Well, I'll, I'll just say it. I don't need to even give an intro. There's a guy named Edgar Casey. We did a we did a ah about, right? the sleeping prophet, sleeping prophet of Atlantis. Edgar Casey and Joe Smith are kind of the same cloth. Um, Edgar Casey theorized that there was a collective mind called the records of Akash and the or Akashic records, which is effectively this guy was describing Google Drive in the 19th century. Yeah, okay. There is a place in the dimensions where a record of all information is stored. And in this record of all information, it's possible through consciousness to actually access it through, like, the Wi-Fi system built within the human spirit. So if this is true, and a lot of physicists say there has to be a collective space for all consciousness. There has to be. Because hmm. consciousness doesn't necessarily have boundaries. And, and some physicists say really it's there, there's a mass consciousness of all thoughts. It's the same reason why... How many times with your wife have maybe like you've been humming a song in your head and then your wife starts singing and you're like, how'd you? It's because she could pick up on the consciousness and, 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 the, and the frequency coming from your mind and your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And she was picking up because our thoughts create actual frequencies in the world. So there has to be a collective consciousness. There has to be a hive mind of all thoughts. So let me ask you this. Is, did the Book of Mormon have to be translated from that language or could the book of mormon have been translated the process of seeing a higher percentage of the electromagnetic frequency and thus tuning in to the collective consciousness of all things huh. so the book of mormon could have very well just been in that record of consciousness in which case the plates are not even necessary the plates then become the necessary object for the faith the, of the you, mystics you're referring to, to see the higher on the spectrum. Yeah. So you're referring kind of like to the catalyst theory of catalyst translation, theory. right? Now, you may say, Quaku, where can you find this in scriptures? Let's go. Because okay. the scriptures make it really, really interesting. Well, well hold on. You're taking my job away from me. So, Quaku, where can we find examples of this in scripture? Hmm. Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to this. Doctrine and Covenant 77.6, okay? Okay, hold on. In, I'm, I'm, I'm heading there. I'm heading there. In the Q&A with Jesus, uh, Joseph Smith gets to ask the Lord, hey, what does this mean in the book of Revelation? What does this mean? What does this mean? Hit it. Question. Got it. What are we to understand by the book which John saw, which was sealed on the back with seven seals? Answer. 
we are to understand that it contains the revealed will, mystery, and the works of God, the hidden things of his economy concerning this earth during the 7,000 years of its continuance or its temporal existence. It's a book of all the info. Yeah, okay. It's cool, literally that like that collective conscience yes. that you were talking about. All right. So, so John tapped in. John was able to see the record of all things. Hmm. So you think this Akashic record that Edgar Casey talked about is hmm. mirrored in the translation experience that Joseph Smith had in the sense that there is kind of like a Google Drive of all collective consciousness and that yes. Joseph Smith through the catalyst of the golden plates was able to tap into the narrative and the historical record of the, the Lamanites and the Nephites and the Lehites and so on and so forth. And thus produce through the plates as a catalyst, the translation of the book of Mormon. Yeah, exactly. So, so, if, okay, if cool. Rock on. God says, all right, you're going to see 1%. You're going to see 1% today, Cardin. And okay. that allows you to see Moroni. Moroni comes to you. And you're seeing Moroni. I'd rather see glory. Jezebel. Apparently, she was like really hot. Yeah. Wait, you're right. You're and <laughs> well, but you're right. And there were siblings asleep in the bed next to Joseph Smith, but they didn't wake up mm -mm. because they couldn't. They weren't higher on the electromagnetic frequency uh, ah, spectrum. Ah, that's and a so good point. They see Moroni. By the way, this is my theory. I didn't. This isn't from. <laughs> Frickin', I said frickin'. No, this yeah. isn't from frickin' <laughs> Journal of Book of Mormon Studies or anyone else. This is Quaku's theory, you understand me? Book of this Quaku. is the young and dumb guy. <laughs> so sh and whatever in 20 years, when, when they freaking write PDFs about this, I want everyone to know, I'm the guy! <laughs> and, right? I to, and, I, and so, so just before, before we move on to that, so this explains why Latter-day Saint women are just more beautiful. They're just, they're, they look... More beautiful. I get it. I get it now. I get it now. Because you can see <laughs> you can and the guys, spirit, come the on. righteousness. You can just see they're just more beautiful. It's all, it's all spectrum. It's all elect we're just all electricity. So I, I want to make sure I, I hone in this point though. So Joe's uh, Moroni appearing to you. You can see the light. You can see the 1%. Wow. That this is special. Uh, there's a book buried with the history of my people. The minute a being of a higher electromagnetic frequency communicates to you that there is a record of knowledge that has made a frequency in the collective consciousness that you were searching for that. Well, it's interesting. What is the kickoff of the book of Mormon? If you go into the first four verses of the book of Mormon, it says Lehi was shown a vision. His first vision is he sees a man who, you know, presumably God surrounded by the concourses of angels. He's so blown away by the vision that he returns back to his house in Jerusalem, throws himself upon his bed, mm -hmm. and then has another visionary experience that night in which he sees Jesus Christ, the 12 apostles, and one of those apostles shows him what? A oh. book. Shows him the book. The record. Which is the record of all things. In fact, I don't want to actually uh, botch this one. I'm going to get out of your Doctrine and Covenants 77 here, right? And then we're just going to go back to... It's so easy to remember because it's literally the very beginning of the Book of Mormon. I'm doing this in the very first chapter with my children. So here's the first book of Nephi. It literally says he makes the language... Uh, sorry, uses the language of the Egyptians... Uh, with the learning of the Jews and says it came to pass that as Lehi prayed unto the Lord, there came a pillar of fire that dwelt on a rock before him makes Lehi quake. He returns to his house in Jerusalem in verse seven and then being overcome with the spirit, which is the unique keyword that is always mentioned mm. whenever there's a, uh, uh, not a translational, but a, a transfigurative experience. Okay. It literally says 
that he thought he saw God sitting upon his throne, surrounded with numberless concourses of angels. The luster was above the sun at Mm. noonday, which is consistent with Joseph Smith and the first vision, right? He sees the 12 following, and then here's the kicker in verse 11. And they came down and went forth upon the face of the earth, and the first came and stood before my father, being Lehi. And gave unto him a book and bade him that he should read. This fills him with the spirit of the Lord in verse 12. And then he reads saying, whoa, 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 unto Jerusalem, for I've seen thine abominations. And he basically sees the future of them being carried away in captive into Babylon, which had not happened yet. Hmm. So it shows that maybe this Akashic record, as you speak of, or this Google Drive of all centralized well, and, and human because consciousness. Because the information... Yeah. All- this sounds kind of trippy, but whenever something happens, if something's going to happen eventually, it's already in the collective consciousness of everything, because there is really is no time. In 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 well, the, to those the that can line. manipulate time, time is no different than width or length to somebody that has a chisel. Therefore, it is less restrictive in exactly. higher dimensions so as he, it would be perceived in ours. So, you may ask, okay, well, let's. All of this came out of your little little turquoise iPhone. Yeah, wow, good job. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your awesome. little pockets of your stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you have to ask. I wonder if some of the most basic scriptures in our church actually allude to this, and we've been missing the cool, deeper meaning. Because scriptures okay. are always uh, multifaceted. Right? Okay. Jesus speaks in code repeatedly. Yes. Okay. Classic one. You guys both on your mission. Moroni ten five. Cool. Rock on. Right. Yeah. They give it you to know, all men liberally. Yeah, he breathes not. He'll let you know. If you want to know something, he's oh, going to tell no, you. Oh, no, no. That was a joke. That's, That's James, James 1.5. Oh, no, crap. No, Moroni 10.5 is. <laughs> no, I'll ask you, if you, ask you if these things are true. Right? Yeah, and exactly. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, ye may know the truth of all things. Now, this is such an interesting thing that Moroni is saying. Because remember, this is the guy that's burying the plates of a record of history. Hmm. He's not saying, and by the power of the Holy Ghost, you will know to join that church one day. That's kind of how we use it in our church. He's saying, by the power of the Holy hmm. Ghost, you may know the truth of all things. So how is truth defined? Doctrine Covenants 93.24. Truth is knowledge of things as they are and as they were and as they are to come. By the power of the Holy Ghost, you may know things as they are, as they were, and as they are to come. Hmm. Word. By the power of the Holy Ghost, you can know everything. That's very interesting. And that's a much more like that's a much heavier uh you know implication of of what the Book of Mormon's really saying here. So I want you to think if it's possible that Lehi and Joseph Smith and these people that had this light experience and then were given the key to the information. And thus, we were able to have so many more revelations. It's almost like upgrading your system. Like you're taken up and, and you're you're on this amount of RAM and now you've been given this much RAM. And Joseph Smith is trying to understand how he's been how he can have these revelatory experiences all the time. He's like, Oh, and, and by the way, uh, the southern states will be divided against the northern states. You're like, what are you talking about? I just like I it's How the, does Isaiah communicate having seen a locomotive it, when exactly. trains haven't even been mentioned yet? He's like, It's a giant uh, fire breathing dragon that makes lots of noise. Well, and, and, and consider Isaiah started, remember the angel brought him a book. Ezekiel, the angel brought him a scroll. 
John, the angel brought him a book. It's always and then a they record. Have these visions. That's exactly. so crazy. They're yeah. tapping into the grand story. So, um, and then I got a question. You Here's go into saying, I got a question. Doctrine Covenant seventy-seven seven. Okay. What are we to understand by the seven seals, which was sealed? We're to understand that it, the first seal contains the things of the first thousand years, second also the second thousand years, and so on until the seventh. So. Another one, another book that John has is just the information of every single dispensation. Hmm. It's like the records of history are being kept in this drive. Hmm. And the prophet to be to be this prophet of a dispensation, to be a revelatory prophet, God just going, you want to see? Just plugs you in. Tunes you in. And once you're plugged in, you can't be plugged out. You're always going to be getting that revelation. And this is, by the way, this is why um, uh, fallen prophets are so dangerous. And why when prophets go evil, they're so dangerous. Because okay. we kind of teach, oh, they don't have more priesthood power. Once you're tuned in, you're tuned in. But if you go evil, you go evil. Hence, Lucifer, right? So, the fact... Yeah, but do you think that's true? I mean, it, once you're tuned in, you're tuned in? I mean, si- on, Simon Magus. I mean, the guy could do miracles. He could, he could, he was able to manipulate all sorts of stuff because he was tuned into the system. He knew the frequencies and all that stuff, but he ended up being a bad guy. Well, and okay. sometimes you get revelation and broadband. Has anybody else got this? You'll, 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 you ever got this before? I remember when they dissolved high priest group. I swear people, you can ask my wife months before it happened. I was like, I feel like we just got to get rid of high priest group. And then we're sitting there and they got rid of high priest group. And I was like, Oh, I totally called it. Wow. Sometimes revelation comes in broadband. That's cool. So, I mean, effectively, if, 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 if academics and members of Christians in general, if we really want to get further on the path to truth and, 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 and get closer to understanding what our world really is, we have to move past the uh, nine to five mindset and the four dimension. We have to stop at just saying, okay, all I am, um, you know, Bill and I am a lawyer and that's who I am and that's what I am. Well, that's a limiting mindset. If you self-identify with these non-eternal things, you're subconsciously holding yourself back. When you start to self-identify as eternal spirit, what you're doing is you're moving yourself and your brain into the frequency of all things. Hmm. And and once you're in there, you can start to look at, at history and start to look at these things from this new perspective. You can say, okay, look, I understand that I am a part of the grand frequency of all things. Hmm. I am eternal awareness having an experience. How could Joseph Smith do this? The Reddit comments, they're not even doing it justice. Could he have seen more on the electromagnetic spectrum? And could he have been tuned into the frequencies of the all mind? And in which case, of course that man could have had the gift of prophecy. He saw the book. Did you make up that term, the all mind too? Because that's the pretty cool. Yeah. I pr- I pr- it's honestly probably borrowed in the back of my head from something crazy I read a couple years ago. But Okay, well then, here's my last question here. Because, you know, unfortunately, we... Well, actually, you know what? Hey, we could always just add the rest of this to the bonus materials for the members. But um, how would you suggest... Like, how can somebody cultivate this ability? Is it only inherently God-given by whom he chooses? Or do you think there's actually, like, you know, a pineal gland that just, like, my biceps can be strengthened by, you know... uh lifting weights do you, do you think there's exercises meditations uh positive thinking or whatever that can be done to 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 uh, elevate your vibe as my well, wife I think says it, i think it's know? the will so first it does help to decalcify your pineal gland so stop drinking fluoride in water 
But second, <laughs> um, it uh, there's the will. Joseph Smith was approaching life from this perspective that magic was already real. I'll speak it in Cardin's terms. When you try to go pick up a girl and All you right. think you can't do it, you're going to fail. Yeah, you're going to flop. But when you. you approach it with the, I already got this in the bag, the girl is all over you, okay? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would have said it that exact way. Oh, yes, you know, The you vibe would've. is there. The vibe is there. Oh, that's it's how it is. So you approach life from the perspective of, I already know magic is real. You're, you have the mindset ready to accept the information. You would not even be able to see hmm. um, the opportunity to peer into a higher uh, dimensional view. So it's really a willingness. It's reprogramming your mind to say, okay, I believe in revelation, which means I'm going to get revelation. So I'm going to live my life in a way that revelation is coming. Okay. And, and that's, by the way, that's real faith. That's, that's, it's that sort of manifestation that Wait, God's asking for. That's good. Say that again. You live your life... In a way that you believe revelation is yeah. coming, I, that's real faith. Yeah, I believe in revelation. So I live my life in a way where I already believe revelation's coming to me. And then God says, oh, all right, he's ready. It's not about, well, you know, I, I, I home taught enough this month and I, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, it's about being on the, the, the frequency to actually accept the miracles. Because if you don't believe the miracles there, you're not going to get it. Um. So I really think the whole translation process is is way cooler and a lot more about physics and light and frequency than it is just like, well, how could you see the rock? That You're missing the point. Mm -hmm. Well, it's true that, that to, to a certain extent, what you're talking here is, is physics and technology and understandable uh, Newtonian and quantum mechanics that in their purest, highest, most elevated form are actually very much a reality. We've proven relativity, for example, using atomic clocks. What used to be considered magic is now literally just mainstream science. In fact, there is that very good phrase. I can't remember the physicists that put it out there, but basically ununderstandable technology, if elevated enough and different enough from what a person is used to seeing and understanding, is completely unintelligible and undistinguishable from magic. Right. And so um, I think all of this is great. I, I just have one last question here before we go. Is there anything in the practices and the doctrines of the church where you find like, oh, no wonder they push this so much and we don't understand yeah. it. Temple ordinances. Like, so really? Yeah. So oh. one is I was going to ask if it was scripture reading, if scripture reading had to do with any of this. But it, you say temple ordinances. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so when you so I think. When you can, when you have, when you get the peer into the all mind, and you can see the possibility of all things that can ever be, it is kind of terrifying. And when you're a farm boy, and you love your family, your house, your cabin, your friends, and your community, and then one day you get to see the oh, I'm I'm literally seeing space expand. I'm seeing new worlds created. I'm seeing things come out of. I am seeing the everything. It is terrifying because you see how small you are, the nothingness of man. I see now that man yeah. is nothing, I right? I see now that man is nothing. What do you think he saw, right? Um, so I think what Joe Smith is wanting to do was get the people to be able to, okay, if it, let, let's say you had no concept of union in the next life. And you're like, you you were living your life in this way of, look, I'm going to die. I have no clue what happens. 
but you could end up 15 universes away. You have no clue. You could end up literally on 15 universes away from your family, right? Barely any conscious connection to them because you're a new being in, 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 the, in the eternal world out, out of this probationary period. So if Joseph Smith is saying, look, this sealing process allows you to be with your wife forever, I think what it's really doing is programming your mind hmm. to be at a manifestation level where you are all you are pairing yourselves together in the next life because if not you have no clue where you're going to be in the universe hmm. you know you have you have no we 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 kind of because we approach from this like the, the painting right of of jesus like this and god's like this in the throne and for some reason the whole world is only like 85 people in a cloud <laughs> it's like yeah. out of the billions and billions of his children there's only like 85 of them on a cloud it's like okay that's not what the council looked like you're it was saying, probably you're saying he's putting it in the language that we understand yes so training us to a if, higher thinking because you have no way how would you have a way to stop randomly like how would you have a way to control where you're going to be in the next life and the vast unending expansiveness of the cosmos and the universes of the dimensions you could be at 12 and five universes away at, at 12 dimensions and your wife could be um you know 16 universes away at, at, at nine dimensions and you effectively you are so apart how are you together forever the ceiling process is fixing that it's saying we are manifesting and creating the frequency together that we are going to be united closely, our spirits and our minds and our bodies, in eternity. It's a way to protect us and keep our spirits harmonized as opposed to letting us be wildly roaming in the ever-expanding cosmos. I like it. I like you it. You like you dig it. Okay. So, and, well, and just, just to bring, bring some of it home, so Joseph Smith said that when he looked into the instruments, the words of Scripture appeared in English. Just for all the comments, let's just get ahead of the antis. Joseph didn't know Egyptian. He didn't know Hebrew. He didn't know Egypto-Hebrew. So he's not, obviously he's not translating that that way. And anybody right. and anybody who thinks that this ta- that this theory sounds crazy, Kwaku, here's what you need to respond to them and say. Have you ever read the Book of Mormon? Because that book shouldn't exist. Yeah. It's the most insanely complex book. Not a hundred Tolkien's in a hundred years could write that book. So before you call my theory crazy, you explain to me how that book exists. Right. Well, and, and, and he remember he could, he could look in the stone and see the words, but sometimes he didn't. That's true. Sometimes he could just sit down and boom, it was coming to him. And he fought with his wife, and it didn't work. And remember, it started off with the plates and the urim and thummim. Right, right, right. And he translated according to Don Bradley, our buddy, like three hundred pages of stuff, a lot, and then it transitioned to putting the cloth over the plates and just using the seer stone and the hat exactly and he progressed and progressed but the words still came through the same just different mediums well i can't believe the book of abraham why didn't the scroll match the shut up it doesn't matter once you approach it from the from the the frequency perspective once you from this edgar casey perspective none of those arguments hold any more water we're talking about something higher vibrational we're talking about something way cooler than than the than than the Google Translate. And you know, this why, is so different. That's why he could look at, because the JST, he didn't use anything. He just read the Bible. No. And he was just like, this needs to be in there. Right? All, this needs a correction. All the items were a catalyst to morph his mind into being one with the all mind 
and helping them to see higher on the electromagnetic uh, spectrum. So this okay. isn't necessarily our original premise here was Quake who solves the Joseph Smith translation problem. No, it's or Quake Joseph who broke Smith physics. broke oh, Joseph the Smith dimensions. Broke physics. Broke, what yeah. what do we uh, what, what should we call this now? It's almost like the truth behind how Joseph Smith translated the gold plates, hmm. or or like you know uh, the vibrational truth of translation, or else the catalyst effect on steroids. Like, no, I got it. Why almost, why Mormon women are hotter? <laughs> that's what I'm getting out of this. By the way, that's all I, I'm telling you. Out of this. I think the name of the video is how Joseph Smith broke physics. Hmm. Ah, how Joseph Smith broke physics, translating the Book of Mormon. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, um, okay, I'm digging. This is great. Uh, I'm going to have to let it settle. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's hot. It it's a lot of. You it's know, a lot of. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of we're kind of thinking this because it's like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I, I, I'm digging. I'm digging. And I got to tell you, uh, we have not tapped into even one tenth of one percent of our understanding of the universe with what's come out in fe- physics in the past fifty years. And anybody that says that we we think we've gotten even close is absolutely lying to you. And I think the wisdom of the ancients never has more relevance uh, in world history than it does now. Um, so a lot of what you're saying, I'm open to, this is awesome. And yeah, I'm going to be, I think a lot of us are going to be thinking on this for a while. Um, yeah, let's just keep the conversation going in the comments. Let us know if this vibes with you. Oh, by you the know? way, we haven't even gotten the two hive minds. Oh, cause there's well, evil hive mind. Satan has one too. Oh, of course. Uh, and it's where false revelation comes from. Do we do it? Just his perspective sounds, on yeah. the grand scheme. Ah, okay. That's cool. That's Whoa. awesome. Well, we're going to have to do that one now, too. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, guys, uh, please, if you haven't had a chance. And by the way, the all mind is the Holy Spirit. And so Christians worship the all because they don't want a corporeal God. But the the the, the physicalized God that's our father is the one that's inviting us into the all mind. So they have this, oh, God is not a person. But really, they're worshiping the knowledge of all when they should be having a relationship with the the, the person that's in control of the all, which is the Heavenly Father. So having a God without body parts or passions is merely praying to the all without a way to access the all. This is why the Trinity and the Athanasian Creed hurt your spirituality because they keep you held back. And why our women are hotter. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, guys, that was great. That was great. I just have to say, if you want to know what Samuel the Lamanite just looked like standing <laughs> on the top of that, uh, if you want to know what Lehi looked like when he was frustrated <laughs> at, the, at the Jews in Jerusalem, you know what I'm saying? If you want to know what like That's Ammon what was like, you idiots, you idiots, the whole city, you're going to blow up your entire city. We got a good thing going here and you're going to screw it up. You know what I'm saying? If you ever want to know. If you ever want to know what Samuel and I look like, you know, if you ever want to know what Lehi was vibing with, if you ever want to know what it was like to just get preached at by a frustrated prophet in the wilderness, John the Baptist, 2023, right there. Quaku is our prophet in the internet wilderness. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So anyway, yeah, no, let's keep this conversation going. I, I think there's actually a lot of value in this because um, you're so... It's another podcast for another day. What the uh, the creeds strip out of your relationship with God? It's like shoving Plato through a. Uh, uh, I'm not even going to get into it, but um, and you get uglier. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what I took. Yours from. is the best theory. So anyway, yes, let us know what you guys think. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter at wardradio.com. If you want to contribute to the show, please check us out on Venmo or on the Cash app at Ward Radio. And as always, if you'd like to participate in our live streams and, and, and have a lot of fun with us, uh, chatting when videos come out and things like that, please consider being a member of the channel. Either way, it's been real, it's been fun, and it's been real fun for this and more. Check us out on wardradio.com. I ain't trying to bring you down, but for real, you might as well give up now. Think you got a chance, but I don't see how. Got a real tight grip when I hold that crown. My life been good and bad and all around. The more things I lost, the more I found. One thing I taught myself to do, no matter the problem, refuse to lose.